the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Media Group, streaming worldwide at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. A federal judge in Texas has ruled that President Obama's Affordable Care Act is unconstitutional. And he says the law will remain in place while the ruling that he issued yesterday is appealed. It has to do with changes in the tax law that went into effect last year. President Trump has tapped his budget director to serve as acting White House chief of staff. The president made the announcement on social media, tweeting that Mick Mulvaney will succeed outgoing General John Kelly. He says Mick has done an outstanding job while in the administration. A senior White House official says Mulvaney's term as acting chief of staff has no time limit and that he got picked because the president liked him and because of his experience as a former member of Congress. That's White House correspondent Greg Cluxon. Paris police say 85 people have been detained in Paris on the fifth straight weekend of protests by the so-called Yellow Vest Movement. Thousands of people converging in the French capital once again. This is SRN News. Do you long for something better? Family Innovations wants you to know that you can have a better marriage, better relationships, a better view of yourself and the world around you. Family Innovations was created to provide counseling with healing and freedom for everyone who comes to them. Whether you are seeking guidance through a difficult season or freedom from a past trauma, they are the beginning of something better. There is a location near you, so contact FamilyInnovations.com. FamilyInnovations.com. Right now on thefishtwincities.com, you'll hear chestnuts roasting on an open fire and new favorites. Today the Holy Son of God is born in Bethlehem. We're the station that keeps Christ in Christmas, spreading joy all season long at thefishtwincities.com. Listen while you travel with the free Fish mobile app. Supported by Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge. Hi, this is Tom Barrett, president of Lean Partners. We are celebrating 15 years of helping Minnesota companies dramatically improve their margins, delivery, quality, and generate capacity. We'd like to recognize a few of our clients by having them share their story. I'm Mike Kennison, vice president of manufacturing at Protolabs. Our core values of achievement, trust, and teamwork are centered around our key stakeholder, our employees. We realize that in order to create the most value for our customers and shareholders, we need to first and foremost invest in our employees. In three years, Lean Partners has helped us create and implement a leadership training program that is relevant and scalable across a broad set of our employees. The Lean Partners leadership training program has made a significant impact on Protolab's continuous improvement efforts for both processes and systems, as well as talent development. Thanks, Mike. Are you interested in a customized plan to improve your business performance? Visit MyLeanPartners.com. That's MyLeanPartners.com. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Hopefully you're you're getting fully into the holiday spirit. Here on campus, it's the uh, it's the deep dark weekend between the end of the semester and finals week. Last classes were yesterday afternoon at at one o'clock, and now everybody's off until Monday morning, where we'll begin the exams. We'll have uh, fall commencement on Friday, and. We'll be back. We'll be back with another live show for you next Saturday. Okay, if if it all goes well, uh, we certainly hope so. But we'll be here next week. We'll actually try to be here a week later. Indeed, I talked to uh, my uh, I, I mentioned in the first hour my co-author on the Quarterly Business Report, um, um, Rich McDonald. He I am hoping to get him on the air shortly because he was in Northern Ireland last week. Um, arranging for some students to take a trip there, trip there in March. He wants to be there during Brexit. I'm going to try to tag along, see if I can 
see if I can make myself useful in, in leading a leading a tour of students, which in all my years of teaching, I never did. I've always wanted to be part of this. This is going to be a lot of fun, I think. So anyway, um, I'm going to try, at least for part of it, I'll try to be, I'll try to be semi-useful uh, in, in this. But uh, one, of the, one of the things he's there for, or the biggest reason they're there for, is Brexit in Northern Ireland, as we've talked about, is part of it. So assuming you haven't been living under a rock, you will know that finally the, the, uh, they got enough people to submit a letter to the 1922 committee, which is an internal committee of the Conservative Party in the in in the UK, or we, the word Tories is a is slang. It's a it's a it's a uh, not a euphemism really, but it, it's a slang term or a nickname for the Conservative Party of the United Kingdom. And if you submit if you submit fifteen percent of your of your um, members of parliament they submit a letter of no confidence in the leader of the party at that time there is a vote and the vote came and you as you know uh theresa may passed the vote she became she retained her spot as the leader of the party now it came to me as interesting to find out that the vote was 200 to 117 but of the 200 that voted for her we don't know who who voted what. It may may be that some of the people that are in paid positions within the conservative caucus voted against her. But there's about 160 positions that receive some kind of benefit as a result of a decision made by the prime minister. So 160 MPs of the 317 that they have in the in the parliament. 160 of the 317 have a post due to uh, have a post and maybe some additional income as a result of uh, the decision of the party and its leader. So of the 157 that didn't, 117 said no thank you. So that's a pretty remarkable percentage. for the no confidence vote now under their rules ms may cannot be challenged in a no confidence vote within the party again although it's worth noting that the opposition can file for a motion of no confidence on the floor of parliament and have the entire body vote the house of commons to vote on that now in a normal setting in a normal setting she would be able to deliver she'd be able to deliver majority to reject that however it's not a normal setting let's so let's let's sort of set the table one more time to understand w- what the state of play is within the house of commons theresa may as i mentioned has 370 conservative members of parliament parliament has 650 seats those of you who are quick at math will now realize that she does not have 50% plus 1 vote she has she is eight votes short of that she is able to to function function with a majority in her votes because of the delivery the supply of an additional 11 votes that come to her from the from the dublin ulster party that the, uh, the uh, democratic ulster party excuse me uh the democratic ulster party that was a slip excuse me uh, uh which is a northern irish party now, I don't think it's unusual at all that, in fact, the argument over the Irish backstop, which we covered last week, again, I encourage you, if I talk about something and I say we talked about it last week and you're like, well, I wasn't here last week, TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. You go to TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com, click on the podcast, look for my smiling, my smiling mug, click on that, you'll find the podcast for last week's show. And there's a there's an entire hour about this last week, and I'm not gonna I don't I'm not I don't need to plow that ground again, but I think there's enough new things that have happened that I think we need to uh, reflect on it. Okay, um, so she goes ahead. She goes to the vote. She it, so she relies on those those uh, DUP voters, those DUP uh, uh, members of parliament 
I'll say DUPMP probably once at some time here. Um, okay, he, she depends on them in order to pass things. The reason she suffered the defeats she suffered the week before this, past week, was because the DUP would not agree with her on the terms of the Brexit deal. She has tried to tell the EU this, but of course that failed. And so she she wins this, although she again she loses a lot of people. 117 backbenchers said no. We want somebody different to be our leader. Well, we assume they're backbenchers. They might not all be backbenchers because it's a secret ballot. It could be some of the leadership said no. And but are still uh, are still connected to uh, positions of influence and and power and perhaps some additional income, thanks to thanks to the prime minister. So let me play play a clip for me. This was analysis that was on Bloomberg on on Thursday, the day after that vote. Uh, this is Nina Schick. She is a an analyst for uh, Rasmussen Global Polling. And she's talking about the the vote that hap- the, the vote that just happened, and the question is, did it change anything? The answer is no. Let's play cut number three. Well, and I think you get to the crux of the question, and as Theresa May likes to say, nothing has changed. The entire domestic fallout you've seen in the past week here has been a massive exercise in displacement because all parts of the Conservative Party don't want to swallow the bitter pill that is on the table. And what I mean by that is that Brexit actually means that things are not going to be better than what they were before. It's a series of compromises. But fundamentally, when it comes to what's on the table vis-a-vis the EU, nothing has changed and nothing will change. There will be no changes in the backstop to the likes of what Boris Johnson et al. are asking for. Mm. So the question is, will Theresa May be able to get her deal through Parliament? Yeah. However way you tally it up, looks like no. Could we get... Looks like no. So what's going to happen, right? Well, she wants to get a change, and she's trying to get a change. Um, the, the she's trying to get a change, but that change is probably you know, in, as uh, Ms. Schick says, that's probably not going to happen. Why not? The answer, as we've said on this show several times, is the EU is absolutely uninterested in giving her a change in this deal. Indeed. Um, um, okay, so let's let's let me go to a second clip. This is this is actually Theresa May, who after the vote. Of after the the she survives the no confidence vote, gets right back on the plane, goes back to Brussels and says, "Look, I've got 117 people who want to get rid of me that are supposed to be part of my party. Labor's not going to give me any help. The DUP's not going to give me any help. You've got to give me something. You have to give me something that I can carry back and say that the Irish backstop, which is which is currently the stumbling block." That the Irish backstop will, in fact, not last long. You've got to put something down. And uh, somebody, I don't think she liked this question. This, so she made a statement and she took questions from the press. And she she gets a question that basically says, well, uh, Madam Prime Minister, why would they help you? Play cut number one, please, Andrew that your fellow leaders simply don't believe you can get this withdrawal agreement through Parliament, whatever they say or do. So why should they move heaven and earth to help you? No, what was very clear from the uh, fellow leaders that I've spoken to is that they want to ensure that this deal can get over the line and they want to work with the UK to ensure that that is what happens. There's a very clear commitment to the deal, to seeing this as the best way forward and to working with us in order to achieve that. I'm sorry. That's just that's just gobbledygook. That's just gobbledygook. The, the okay, the question just I, to me that question just lays her flat. All right, play, Andrew, can we rewind that? Play that one more time, please. Cut number one. That your fellow leaders simply don't believe you can get this withdrawal agreement through Parliament, whatever they say or do. So why should they move heaven and earth to help you? 
No, what was very clear from the uh, fellow leaders that I've spoken to is that they want to ensure that this deal can get over the line and they want to work with the UK to ensure that that is what happens. There's a very clear commitment to the deal, to seeing this as the best way forward and to working with us in order to achieve that. So she denies the premise, but she doesn't have any evidence, okay? Um, indeed, uh, controversy broke out. I don't I don't. I don't think we can play it. I didn't. I didn't send it down because the most of it's inaudible, and you have to, so you almost have to see. You have to watch them and and hear and hear uh, um, uh, hear and, and sort of read the lips of the two leaders. But she, uh, but uh, uh, Prime Minister May and uh, the EU President uh, Jean Claude Juncker um, are seen are caught arguing with each other after Juncker basically says well you haven't told us really what you want right and she does say what she wants what what the what she's what she's trying to say is I need you to amend the deal to get rid of the backstop or at least tell us it won't be there for more than a year and I need a clear commitment that it will only last it won't go to more than a year and the EU has been very clear with her that is not going to happen. We are not get we not giving you a rule that allows you to to basically withdraw and have a different rule on the northern third of the Irish of the Irish island versus the other two thirds of the of the island, but yet have no border between the two between the two parts of Ireland between the Republic and the North. We're simply not, um, simply not going to do this. But here's the point we're going to make, and we'll do that. We'll do this in the next segment. The point we're going to make is this: not only, not only can't she, can't she get the EU to move? She's running into the same, same issues that have plagued, that have plagued. The, the Conservative Party for over 30, ish, 30 years. This issue that she is facing right now is in fact what brought down Margaret Thatcher. How little we recognize. Yes, I understand that, there, that, that people were tiring of Thatcher and yes, I have watched the British version of House of Cards, which is by the way lovely and so much better than the American version, I can't even tell you. Okay, I have a very strong opinion about this. If you want to, if you want to call me at six five one two eight nine four four seven seven and argue which House of Cards is better, we will have that fight, Mister or Missus. We will have that. If you want to argue the American version is better, I say no, no, no. Just as Margaret Thatcher said, no, no, no. What was she saying that to? You'll hear right after this. King Banyan Show, Business fourteen forty. Pat Boone here again, and I assure you, I have never before endorsed a pain relief product. Not until now. Not until Relief Factor came along as a 100% drug-free solution for people struggling with ordinary pain. Quite simply, Relief Factor was designed by doctors to help relieve those occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, and everyday living. Let me ask you, are aches and pains keeping you from sleeping through the night? or keeping you from taking those nice long walks or playing golf or tennis. You can't really call it living if you can't get around comfortably. The three-week quick start from Relief Factor may be all you need to lower or even eliminate these pains. A whole lot of people have already gone to relieffactor.com and here's something you need to know. The majority of people who order the three-week quick start, now only $19.95, go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain too. Go to relieffactor.com. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real hair back 
permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts star 11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text STAR11 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. S-T-A-R-11 to 85850. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work. Because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts WOW11 to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting WOW11 to 88988. That's WOW11 to 88988. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. Business 1440. Yeah, I mean, the news of the week is really not what happened in the no-confidence vote as far as the Brexit's concerned. It's what happened at the EU afterward. Okay, Mr. Juncker called Ms. May. Ms. May's questions and requests for, for some what is often called in legislating comfort language, called it nebulous. Well, my first reaction was, all comfort language is nebulous. That's why it's comfort language. If, it, if, it, if it's not nebulous, it might actually have the, the, the force of law. And she knows she can't have that. And the EU is being clear with her. She's not going to get a change in the deal. But there was this line that I just loved. I just love so she goes and talks to talks to to the EU on Thursday of this week and and this is reported in the Times of London after and this was after the uh after the, the that that press conference that we just played that that one clip of EU sources said the decision to rebuff Mrs. May had been intended to send a message to MPs that the bloc would not be forced to act against its own interests in order to get a deal through Parliament. Said a senior EU source, to use a Christmas theme, we want all parties and factions in the British Parliament to feel the bleak midwinter. They want to make this as painful as possible. I've said since 2016... The EU has absolutely no interest in helping Brexit pass. They would like it not to pass. You have to remember how you got here. Remember that David Cameron, who after the Brexit vote had to resign, resigned because he was on the Remain side. Unlike Margaret Thatcher, and unlike in fact John Major, who was probably not as strong at this as Thatcher, but clearly wanted the EU not to have a lot of control over the over over Britain decided decided quite forcefully that that the UK would never give up sterling as their currency chose not to join the eurozone um and something that was done well enough that Tony Blair never really argued that that UK should give up give up sterling knew this would be problematic but it's worth remembering that the Conservative Party is fairly split on this question. I do not think the 200 to 117 vote for in, in, in terms of the no-confidence vote for May 
represents the the level of division over Brexit, over Remain versus Leave within the within the group. Remember, right? May supported Remain and became Prime Minister even after Cameron, who also had had actually led the Remain uh, vote. Okay, May had in fact said, "I you know," May had said said well this is what they voted for and i will give it to them and she was so she said that to satisfy the brexiteers but then to the remainers within her own within her own party she said she she said to them sort of implicitly but remember i supported remain so i'm not going to make i'm going to try to minimize the amount of pain the country's going to go through and so if you think about if you, if you think about this, what she's trying to do is, is she probably, if you think about someone who's in Remain, she probably doesn't think the backstop's all that bad a deal. She understands it needs to be temporary. She gave away way too much, I think, relative to her own party in terms of allowing the EU a veto over over ending the backstop. But she thinks, if I could get a time limit on the backstop, I can get this through. The EU is not going to help her with that. Okay, it's not trying to. Um, this is Leo Varadkar, the Irish Prime Minister, says he was... And I'm going to quote him. As Europe, we reaffirmed our commitment for the need for a backstop in order an, an open border between Northern Ireland and Ireland can't be a backdoor to, a, to the single market. Think about this. So, so I, I was talking about my, my colleague, uh, Rich McDonald, and we're going to try to get him on, on the air. He's, he's, a, he's a dad of teenagers who play hockey, so he's, he's out being hockey dad this weekend, so we couldn't get him. But but we'll, we'll we'll get him here in the next few weeks. He was in Belfast this past week, and stood in. And Belfast is the port, and there are goods that go between between the English island and the Irish island through the port in Belfast. If there's an open border, if there's if there is no no barrier between Northern Ireland and the Republic, you could send goods. From, from let's say Scotland or 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 from Liverpool, someplace over into Belfast, you could you could then take those goods. Now you're still within the UK, so you're in your own market. But because you don't have a border here, you can now send those goods into Ireland, and then an Irish an Irish import export company could send those goods into the rest of Europe. That's how that's how that single border would work. So. In essence, they could leave the EU but still have access, to have the same access that, that Ireland has, which is staying in it. And they're saying, no, we don't, we, we're not going to have that. We're not going to have that. So this, so, so that's what, that's what, that's what the EU is, is fussing about. Um, and, and so they have they have argued that that what they want is that, so what they've done is they've created a document that basically says the backstop's not a desirable option without having to say what is the desirable option. Well, the EU's desirable option is don't go. The UK's desirable option is we're going to go, and we're going to have an open border between Northern Ireland and Ireland. It's hard to see how you fix that. Particularly when the majority party is going to the majority party is pretty well divided over which thing they will do. Of the two hundred that voted for May to remain, I'll argue a majority of them are were remainers in the twenty sixteen election. And this is why a second referendum might be needed. Now that you've seen the deal that's been negotiated by May, here are your three options. All right, each of these are available to to Britain at this moment. Number one, sign the deal. Number two, don't sign the deal, 
And by Article 50, you you leave the I hate the word crash out. Okay, it's it's a negative connotation of the first order. You simply leave on a certain day. I remind people. Czechoslovakia was once one country. Do you remember their split in 1993? It was pretty rough for about six to nine months. I traveled through both countries in the summer of 93. It was pretty rough. But in the end, in the end, they're two well-functioning countries. Okay, did they crash out? I don't know, but I think the word crash out is, a, is, is an attempt to paint what leaving... gone that money gets kept by the uk no deal no cash yes they'll they'll sue in the international court of justice whoop-de-doo or three okay so one sign the deal two leave with no deal number three the third option is tear up tear up the agreement to leave from article 50 just repeal that repeal that statement and the EU has already said, yeah, if you tear it up, you can come back. You know. I don't think all I don't think everyone will be, it'll be sort of all forgiven kisses and hugs everywhere, but but they've said, if you want to stay, we're not gonna stop you. You can you can remain in the situation you have right now. If you decide to, to change your mind, you can change your mind. That referendum is certainly a possibility. And given what's happened, and given the, the split within the majority party, you could go to another election, but the risk then is you end up with Labor winning the election and you end up with Jeremy Corbyn as the prime minister. Okay? I try not to be too political, but I will say this much. Jeremy Corbyn would be a disaster. He's a... He's a he, I... I, I, I I don't. I, I wouldn't think much of UK, of the UK's chances to lead the world in the 21st century if they chose to make make that man prime minister. But it's their choice; they could do that. But I think an election is the. I, I think a new election is the worst possible outcome because guess what? Labor's got these splits. A labor government is not going to have any less difficulty than 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 a conservative government will have. So, really, you're down to three choices. Stay in, leave with this deal, or leave with no deal. We'll be back after this, including a, a, including a nice little uh, uh, clip of Margaret Thatcher facing, the, facing some of these very same issues back in 1990. Right after this, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. It's the kid in grade school who paints her face blue and white before every home game. It's the accountants and salesmen who give up their Friday evenings to referee. It's the cashier at the corner convenience store who wears school colors on every game day. What makes high school sports here in Minnesota so special? They do. You do. We all do. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare contracts, and in the process started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sound crazy? The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. 
Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare contract, you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit, 800-290-7100. That's 800-290-7100, 800-290-7100. Here at the Kingdom Builders, relationships are more important than sales figures. We're not really interested in doing these commercials to pull you in with marketing. We're more interested in having an opportunity to reach out and establish a relationship with you. Matthew, my son-in-law, now works a lot in the office with me, and our goal is really to be great ambassadors for the Lord Jesus. We don't want to put our light under a bushel basket. Yeah, I've just really enjoyed talking with customers and seeing what their problems are and trying to fix those for them, trying to get peace of mind with the issues they're having with their home. We think the business part will come naturally if we have a good, solid relationship with you and establish a level of trust. We've just been immensely blessed with all the people that we've met in the past few years, and we look forward to growing our family of customers. We'd like the opportunity just to look at your roof, your gutters, whatever it might be, for a free and obviously no obligation estimate. Find us online at thekingdombuilders.net. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on that bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say you've got mail. Well, thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play Business Radio 1440. Throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite Business 1440 hosts and shows with Alexa and Amazon Echo. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. Business 1440, 651-289-4477. Um, good, good, time, good times. That's, that's good music for good times. Not good times in uh, the UK. They're, they're really trying to figure out where to go next. This has been going on for a long time, as I contend. I want you to hear, this is, this was, this is Margaret Thatcher in, uh, late 1990 on the floor of of the house of commons um arguing about whether or not the britain should join even join the eu itself in the first place let's play cut number five the commission does want to increase its powers yes it is a non-elected body and i do not want the commission to increase its powers against this house so of course we are differing of course the chairman or the president of the commission mr delore said at press conference the other day that he wanted the European Parliament to be the democratic body of the community, he wanted the Commission to be the executive, and he wanted the Council of Ministers to be the Senate. No! 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 Just stop it right there. Oh! Oh! That is uh, very famous, that no, no, no. And here's what people it's very famous people watch that clip all the time what they forget is that at the very next moment right after that is when is when she um she gets challenged for the premiership after that speech the letters went into the 1922 committee she had to face a no confidence vote from her own party she held on by only two votes far fewer than what what Theresa may received Two days later, she she quits. She says, I can't manage this, this group anymore. Uh, she was challenged uh, by uh, Michael Heseltine, who had been who had been uh, her um, who had been her defense minister. And and he wanted to be the next prime minister. But he, in fact, lost that that leadership battle to John Major. And that's how John Major ended up being a prime minister for many years, far longer than people thought he would be. He didn't come to an election until, uh, this is 1990, he didn't come to an election until 1993. Everyone assumed he would lose, and he won in 1993. So, so this has been an issue that has split the, the conservatives in the past. Add to that the fact that you have the have this this uh, Democratic Ulster Party, which supplies enough votes to give May a bare majority in in Parliament. 
and you can see what the trouble is. The way she has to pass a deal, if a deal is to pass, is that it has to include labor votes. There's no question about it. And the only way she can get labor votes is being strong enough to have everybody realize that in labor that if they don't supply her the votes and it fails and then she then they have to go in an election, that labor will lose again. And whoever is the new leader, because it won't be May, will probably give them a deal that's worse than this one. So labor is trying to figure There are labor voters that are trying to decide whether or not to to vote for this deal they're going to have to okay the dup the, the the northern irish party that is that is in that is in the not really coalition but in in a position to provide uh, enough votes to get to the majority it is unclear what they could do the, it, that party is the party that is actually holding things up because you can't agree to you can't agree to the backstop but you can't agree to the wall. And if those are your only two choices, then the DUP is going to vote no deal anytime at all. The problem is a no deal Brexit probably leads to, to the wall between Northern Ireland and the Republic. So that is, that is in a nutshell where they are. They're no further along than they were a week ago. She is, I think, weakened by the fact that she has 117 people who said, we want a different leader. It didn't make her stronger. Okay, try though they will to, to, to make, it, make it appear she's stronger. She's not stronger. And, and it's clear now that, she, that, that this strategy, which she's adopted to say someone else will lead, cons- lead the conservatives into the next election, whenever that happens is just is in fact meant to pressure labor to say you won't get to run against me i understand i'm weak the next person won't be as weak as me and might in fact be in a strong position to beat corbin and you'll still be in the minority and you'll be five years longer in the wilderness if we have to go to an early election so what do i think is going to happen i actually think it's going to be i think we're going to have an election in the uk in 2019 now, the question is, will they do it sooner or later? I think everybody wants to do it before March 29th, either a new referendum or, or, a, new, or, or a new referendum or a new election. It's not clear to me they can even get to a new election. I think the attempt to stall, which is what's happening right now, to delay even further, is making it such that a new, electing a new government is not going to be possible before March 29th so that that will be removed, a referendum will be removed, and you will be left with the backstop or no deal at all. You you probably can guess what I would say. I would probably say you're better off that the difference between the backstop deal and and a no-deal Brexit is probably not that great on economic terms, it's certainly great in, ter- in political terms, in terms of sovereignty. I think it's quite great. And so if you agreed with Margaret Thatcher, you should probably, you probably would argue, don't, don't pass the deal, just leave. But understand, and, and this, is, this is the important part, regardless of what happens between now and March 29th, the UK will slow down, and with it, so will the EU. The EU is inflicting harm on its own economies by being so hard-nosed in its negotiations with the UK. I understand why it's hard-nosed. Politically, that makes sense. But they will wreak economic damage if they push the EU into a no-deal Brexit. Okay, you will hurt yourselves as much as you're hurting the UK. And... That's what I think gives rise to things like the Yellow Vest or to the Five Star Movement in Italy. Okay, and, and, and I think it's part of what weakened Angela Merkel is the stubbornness to not realize that, that what they really need is more liberty and not so much of, not so much of this fighting that's going on uh, right now and not playing games with Ms. May, as as I believe the EU is right now, I I think they, it's almost as if they relish having her twist in the wind.
a little bit. They certainly demonstrated that in the last 72 hours. Coming up next, what is happening in China and why should we care about that? There's some really important things happening. We'll talk right after this. King Banya Show, Business 1440. Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. If you want to see the most amazing selection of fine watches in the Midwest, you have to visit the beautiful showroom at Wixon Jewelers Bloomington. When you see their collection of the world's most exclusive watch brands, you'll understand why they're one of the leading watch retailers in the country. Most stores are lucky enough to carry just one of these brands, but Wixon Jewelers carries all of the best watch brands under one roof. The expert staff at Wixon's will provide you with expertise and service you can't find anywhere else. Wixon Jewelers, just off 35W in Bloomington. As a small business owner, you make every dollar count. So what could you do with $10? Go to Vistaprint.com today and you'll get 500 high-quality custom business cards for only $9.99. That's less than $0.02 per card. And at Vistaprint, your satisfaction is absolutely guaranteed. So it's never been easier to turn 500 strangers into connections. Just visit Vistaprint.com and use promo code 7272 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 7272. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you'll receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, Forever Cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. This is Michael Medved of MichaelMedved.com for Town Hall. Congressional Democrats made a mistake to attack President Trump for his determined opposition to caravans of unauthorized immigrants at our southern border. Automatic asylum would only encourage new thousands to make a dangerous, illegal trek. But President Trump also makes a mistake by touting a pointless government shutdown, which might seem bold and decisive, but raises the inevitable question, what next? The Democrats, with their newly elected House majority, won't simply surrender, and a shutdown hurts the government, the public's faith in democracy, even our economy. The only possible outcome is some form of compromise. No, the president won't get all the money he wants for a wall, but he will get increased funding for enhanced border security. Since it's obvious that both caravans and shutdowns are deeply unpopular, Congress and the president should drop the games and work out common-sense reforms that can help all sides. I'm Michael Medved. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Of course, we'll have uh, the playlist of the uh, bump music of the show up for you right after the show is over. You can hear it on Spotify, but of course you can uh, find the link to it for us on Twitter at hashtag pound KBRS, hashtag pound KBRS. Let's leave Brexit uh, behind. We're going to talk about it a lot more over the next three months. You can bet on that. But I think, but news came from China this week that uh, we shouldn't allow to pass uh, uh, without notice. Donald Trump noticed it. This was a this was a tweet yesterday from from President Trump. China just announced that their economy is growing much slower than anticipated because of our trade war with them. U.S. is doing very well. China wants to make a very make a big and very comprehensive deal. It could happen, and rather soon. Well, that's. That's a lot to get in 280 characters, and there's a little unpacking that needs to happen in order to figure that out. Let's let's sort of work a little bit backwards. It says it could happen, and rather soon. Well, yes. Uh, the tariff, the 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 
the trade war is actually in a ceasefire at this particular moment within this 90-day window that he and President Xi had negotiated in Buenos Aires a few weeks back. Those talks are continuing. We saw substantial news this week in terms of reducing tariffs on automobiles and and buying soybeans again coming from China's conciliatory uh, actions coming from the Chinese at this moment. And it's really... It's really been been sort of a a a, a change of atmosphere in, in 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 what we've heard. However, it is worth noting that that might be happening because of things other than other than what's than the quote unquote trade war. U.S. is doing very well. Well, we've talked we talked about in the first hour of the show. Again, go to TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com and in the and look for the podcast, Find My Face. And if you didn't hear the first hour of today's show, it'll be posted there uh, probably sometime tomorrow or Monday. Um, you can go listen You can go listen to it then. Um, but here's what's interesting. The trade war is probably not what's causing the weakness in China. If you look at Chinese exports, they've actually remained fairly strong over... Over the last few, uh, over the last few uh, months, and even in the last year. Okay, so another another story. This was uh, from uh, this is from uh, this is from a few days ago, from November. Actually, this is from November. Chinese exports to the United States grew strongly last month, while imports shrank, defying predictions that American tariffs would hit demand for Chinese goods and force Beijing to the negotiating table. Well, they haven't. But this is in no small part, I would argue, because the Chinese are able to manipulate the price by engaging in currency operations that raise the the value of the dollar and therefore make the make the make the yuan cheaper, so that the goods that are being sent to the United States are staying at a staying at a relatively competitive price. As I as I teach in my first class in economics, never, you know, uh, Scott Sumner from uh, now retired faculty member uh, economist at uh, Brandeis University say never reason from a price change. Because price change price changes we observe are actually a result of both the interaction of supply and demand, or as I tell my students, it's the great scissors, okay, the big X that we draw on the blackboard. Okay, there's two different forces that are happening to move to move prices around. And the reason exports from China have not redu- have not been reduced is because the dollar price of those exports have not changed that much. What's changed by the size of the of the tariff of the U.S. tariff on Chinese goods is the yuan price, and that and that means that there's less that's that means that there's less income coming into China for the same amount of exports that they're sending out. What happens then is you get a decrease in the income of Chinese businesses and workers, and you get decreases in, in retail sales, you get decreases in, in construction, you get softer house prices, etc., etc. So the Chinese are maintaining their export markets, but it's at the expense of what they're do what they're paying their workers it's the expense of what's happening elsewhere that means that the chinese economy is slowing down and they will not therefore buy us goods because they don't have the income to buy them now one might argue that this means that the us is shooting itself in the foot with the various with the various policy changes they made that's I, i've made that argument that i i believe that i i would i would in 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 fact, check speak, I would say that's true. We are kind of shooting ourselves in the foot. If the object is to reduce the trade deficit, tariffs kind of work in a, at least in the short run, they work in a, work in a contrary fashion. It's, it, they, they work against you in the short run. Will they work with you in the long run? Probably so, as long as nothing else changes, but we'll see about that. But we've had, we've had, pieces of data come out that say would say uh but not just that you're getting weak consumer spending but you're also getting slower investment in housing 
This is from a Financial Times piece uh, that was published uh, yesterday. At a meeting at the, of the Politburo on Thursday, the Communist Party, Party's top policymaking body pledged to, quote, maintain economic activity within a reasonable range, unquote, and, quote, further stabilize, unquote, employment, investment, and foreign trade. Industrial production in China rose 5.9%, the weakest in 33 months, according to the China Statistics Bureau, released on Friday. Yes, and chi- yes, yes, Chinese data... Yeah, we're not sure how how good they are, but this is this is the one that I thought was really interesting. China's auto market, the world's largest, yes, and that's why GM likes having plants there, is on track for its first annual sales decline since the 1990s. While the China Association of Automobile Manufacturers forecast on Friday that sales would be flat in 2019, quote. Consumers are worried that economic growth is slipping. They're worried that their salaries aren't increasing, unquote, said Lin Lin Longpeng, chief market analyst at Guotai Junan Securities in Shenzhen. Quote, there may even be some corporate layoffs. All this is causing a decline in consumer confidence. If the largest, if the second largest economy of the world is heading toward a slowdown and perhaps even into a recession, while, as we've just discussed, the UK and the EU are locked in this sort of this sort of war of all against all, and they're going to slow down, is it not, in fact, the case that we may be at, in peak economy, that we can't grow very long as long as nobody else is? And is, does this not, in fact, reinforce my, my claim from the first hour that we might be reaching the end of this long expansion. I don't know if it's 50%, no, it's 80%. I don't know if it's 2019 or if it's 2020. But I'm willing to go out on a limb to say that between 40 and 50% chance, there'll be a recession in the United States before the next, next, before the next presidential election. And that's going to cause quite, quite uh, a concern for President Trump when it comes to 2020. Um... And you should be making your plans accordingly. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be live next week, even though it's going to be the holiday show, holiday weekend coming up. Thank you, Andrew, for being at the wheels down there and hitting the ones and twos. We'll talk to you next week. King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts WOW11 to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting WOW11 to 88988. That's WOW11 to 88988. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. If you're young and healthy, you don't need life insurance, right? Yeah, that's what I used to think, too, until my brother died at 38. Joe left his wife with two kids, a mortgage, and a stack of bills she couldn't pay. Mary had to sell the house and move everybody into this tiny two-bedroom apartment just to make ends meet. I never want to do that to my wife, so I got life insurance. I called AIG Direct and was really surprised how affordable it is. Just $14 a month for $250,000 of term life coverage. Listen, if you have a family, you should seriously think about getting life insurance. You'll feel a lot better having it, trust me. Call AIG Direct for a free no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you could save up to 70%. Call now, 1-800-981-0472. That's 1-800-981-0472. 1-800-981-0472. Hi, this is Tom Barrett. 
president of Lean Partners. We are celebrating 15 years of helping Minnesota companies dramatically improve their margins, delivery, quality, and generate capacity. We'd like to recognize a few of our clients by having them share their story. I'm Mike Kennison, Vice President of Manufacturing at Protolabs. Our core values of achievement, trust, and teamwork are centered around our key stakeholder, our employees. We realize that in order to create the most value for our customers and shareholders, we need to first and foremost invest in our employees. In three years, Lean Partners has helped us create and implement a leadership training program that is relevant and scalable across a broad set of our employees. The Lean Partners Leadership Training Program has made a significant impact on Protolab's continuous improvement efforts for both processes and systems, as well as talent development. Thanks, Mike. Are you interested in a customized plan to improve your business performance? Visit MyLeanPartners.com. That's MyLeanPartners.com. Your daily source for in-depth business and investing news. We are Business for. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.